Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. The last two weeks we've been looking at what I've just called what we're not saying. And a lot of times people can jump to conclusions when you start talking about government and the Bible and, oh, you're talking about, you know, no separation of church and state and you're talking about a theocracy and, you know, basically having an American version of the Holy Roman Empire and so forth. Not saying any of those. And what we've talked about also are the boundaries that prevent that, that we have to have these in place. And ultimately, that is what Romans 13.1 talks about, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, plural. It's not talking about being subject to the government. That's one of the authorities God has established. God has established four jurisdictions, self-government, family government, civil government, church government. All of those should be recognized and acknowledged by everyone, by everyone. And ultimately, that's what our initial Constitution and Bill of Rights did. It recognized all of those as being separate jurisdictions. And, you know, the, the first... Uh, amendment to the Constitution, you know, and there's actually a couple amendments that started out this way. Congress shall pass no law. In other words, what that's saying is Congress does not have jurisdiction over what what it says thereafter. Congress doesn't have jurisdiction over it. There are so many people, well, shouldn't the government decide? No. No. Those things, those, that's why they're called the Bill of Rights, is those are non-negotiables that government has no say over. That's what that means. And, and the bottom line is, you know, uh, with time, I'm not saying those guys were perfect. They were far from perfect, many of them. But... The concepts that they gave us are, are good. Those concepts are based on the Bible. And the bottom line is, let, let's take one that's, uh, as I heard one fellow say talking about a scripture one time, let, let's take one that's been spit on and slobbered over. <laughs> you know, people saying all kinds of stuff. Let's take the Second Amendment. You know, there's so much today... It, uh, people trying to attack uh, the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms. Here's the bottom line. You look at every nation that has taken the arms away from the people. You look at every nation that's done that, and you will find that those nations have violated the civil rights of those people as a result of it. See, one of the things, unfortunately, uh, is little known in, in our country. Uh, and let, let me go ahead and pick out a controversial group real quick. 
the NRA, <laughs> National Riflemen's Association, um, you know, uh, which they, they've, had, they've had issues. I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but whatever. Um, but with that, what a lot of people do not realize is, is that the National Riflemen's Association, the NRA, was formed with the purpose of undoing the, um, the only confiscation of arms that I know of in American history. They were designed to offset it. You say, when has America ever had a confiscation of arms? During the Reconstruction period in the South, the Southern states passed laws that black people could not have weapons. They couldn't have guns. And you see, here's the thing that a lot of people, because because we, we're not taught good history anymore, it doesn't seem like across the board, I'm sure there are places that do, but you see, all the lynchings that happened in the South took place after taking their weapons away from them. That's when that happened. Because, you see, there's always going to be weapons. See, in the South, when they took them away from the blacks, that didn't mean that everybody else didn't have them. It just meant they didn't have them. So then you had people with evil intent that began to do all kinds of things. That began, and, and that's where we get all of those problems. That's really when the Ku Klux Klan was, was formed, was during this time period. And all the lynchings happened. And the NRA was actually originally formed to help get blacks guns. Because when you have a population in the um, in a nation, in a society, large, large population, I'm not talking about just you know a few here and a few there, uh, and 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 you got to do it comparatively. Then at that point, then eventually that group that doesn't have the right to bear arms is going to suffer at the hands of those who do. That's kind of what I was talking about before. You know, felons are not allowed to, to have weapons. Well, percentage-wise in our nation, that, that's a smaller group. I'm talking about a larger group. You know, like the African-American population was a larger population. And when the guns were taken away from them, they suffered. Now, I want to read from Matthew 25, verse 32. It says, All the nations will be gathered before him, talking about Jesus, and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. This is when Jesus will judge the nations, as it's called. And he'll judge them primarily on their policies toward Israel and the church. And with this, it says there will be sheep nations, nations that are in line with him. Doesn't mean they're perfect, but it means they're more in line with him 
they endeavored to be <laughs> to have policies in line with him. Those will be the sheep nations. Then you've got the goat nations that, that you know, when God's word said one thing, they went, but, <laughs> you know, and then they disagreed with God. We can't do that here. Separation of church and state. Uh, you know, and they come up with, but, all the time. There will be sheep nations. And we're not saying that every nation is going to be a godly, righteous nation. We're not saying that if people do this, that, that any nation will be perfect. But if you would, again, kind of doing a little bit of wrap-up on all of this, Jesus said in, in Matthew chapter 16, on this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I'm not saying that the church is going to take over. Not saying that at all. But on the flip side, I do believe, and I am saying, that I do firmly believe that in every nation, the church, the ecclesia, the body of Christ will be what determines that nation's outcome. It will be the activity of the church. It will be the activity of the ecclesia that determines whether a nation is a sheep nation or a goat nation. See, the bottom line is, again, we can look at it and say, well, what can I do? What can I do? Well, you know, when I was a kid, we we had actually we had a couple ponds uh, on our property. Uh, uh, none of them were very big, but uh, there was one closer to the house, and that one was longer, and uh, it, it was the bigger of the two, and it was especially it was kind of long. And with it, I'd love to throw rocks in there, and sometimes you know I'd skip rocks. But especially right now, I'm thinking about when I'd throw a rock in the pond. E even just as a little kid, there was times that it just amazed me. You'd throw that rock in, and then you'd see all these ripples. I mean, there would be several waves of ripples from one rock. You see, even though I'm not saying that we will control everything, I am saying, that our actions will have ripple effects. It will have multiple waves of ripple effects. The bottom line is, if we do nothing, at that point we think, well, I didn't throw a rock in. No, yeah, you did. Yeah, you still threw a rock in the pond. Because at that point, that rock was saying, I won't be salt. I won't be light. I won't be a resistance toward evil. I, I'm just going to let it go. 
that will have ripple effects throughout our community, throughout our society, and it will have multiple ripple effects. We are living today with the, the multiple ripple effects of the church not engaging our culture, not being the ecclesia. America's future is in your hands. America's future is not in the politicians' hands. America's future is not in the president's hands. America's future is not in the Supreme Court's hands. America's future is in the hands of the body of Christ. Will the body of Christ be salt and light? Light dispels the darkness. Salt preserves. It's a resistance to the rotting. Darkness is encroaching our land. The rottenness is spreading throughout. How far it goes, what it does, whether or not it is driven back, will be determined by the body of Christ. It's in our hands. What we bind will be bound in heaven. What we loose will be loosed in heaven. God has given us the keys. God bless you. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 3.1.2 Augusta Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augusta Seed online at AugustaSeed.com.